The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you, a good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. I don't know if anybody's familiar. If, if you could raise your hand, I'm just curious, actually. Is anybody familiar with Servant of God, Emil Capon, who was a military chaplain? So there's a handful of you out there um, that are, thank you, you know, because he's not super, super well-known, but uh, Emil Capon was a, a military chaplain that, that fought, or, well, didn't fight, obviously, but he was a part of the Korean War. Um, He's an amazing example. He was, he was in Kansas, and he became a POW, but uh, a lot of his men spoke much about him, so there's a lot of testimony of his life, and, and he may be the first, um, the first saint that comes out of, like, the archdiocese of the military services specifically. Servant of God, Vincent Capadano, is another one of those people who is kind of going into the, is in the beatification process. But man, the mercy of which he showed to not only the enemies that he fought against, but especially the men that he was with in the POW camp was, was unbelievable. They said that he carried somebody almost 50 miles when they were essentially on a death march to one of these POW camps. And the entire time, they said that all he did is spend his time ministering to the men who were in need of the Lord's mercy, no matter who they were. Whatever their religious background, no matter what. And there were so many people who were non-Catholics that said that, like, he was a hero to them. There, there's people who are, there are Jewish people that are like, I pray to a servant of God, Emil Kaban, every night and ask for his intercession. And so, because of his mercy, he, he made other people believe in intercession when it wasn't even really a part of their faith because of his goodness. But that goodness is only there because it was a mirror of Christ. Famously, after he ended up dying in the POW camp that he was in, and once he had died, um, there was a man who got to the POW camp afterward, uh, who, who was of the Jewish faith. He was so inspired by what the other men said about him, about how much he helped everybody and came to their aid and gave up his own food and, and helped them throughout their whole entire time in the POW camp, he carved a crucifix. Um, he carved, you know, the cross out of one type of wood and then the corpus out of another type of wood. And then even the crown of thorns was woven out of radio wire, all out of scrounge things that they have. Even the chisel was made, you know, so that they could actually carve that crucifix. And now it's in a uh, high school bearing his name in Kansas. And it's an amazing, amazing story 
that he was able to inspire so many people. But his inspiration only came because he was already inspired by our Lord Jesus Christ. And many people looked upon that crucifix that was carved and said it kind of almost even looked like um, Father Capon. And it's an amazing, amazing story. And I just finished the book about it. And he, he received the Medal of Honor posthumously. And it was just an amazing example of this very example that Christ gives us today. I think every one of us has probably been in a situation where maybe we've made some sort of transgression or done something like a little too far on the wrong side and needed to ask for forgiveness from somebody and and have actually had somebody bestow that forgiveness upon us and the release that that is, knowing that you did something wrong and that that person did not hold it against you. There's only two sacraments that we really receive regularly. We receive our Lord here in the Eucharist and we reconcile with him in confession. We should receive those things frequently so that we can be in a state of grace to be merciful to other people, so that we can be exactly what this is. Everything is a reflection, you notice, in the way that this gospel is written. That the way that, you, the way that you're treated, the way that you act, is the way that you want to receive in return. And we hear the inverse too, right? We hear those who live by the sword die by the sword, right? So if you sow acts of mercy, if you sow acts of kindness on people, that's what you can expect to receive in return. But if you sow acts of violence on people, that's likely the way that you'll actually die. And so the Lord was, we say, the Prince of Peace. And so we have to be reminded of that. And and, and I think Servant of God, Emil Capon, was such a, he just emulated it so strongly that in the face of violence done against them, he constantly bestowed mercy on those that held them captive and also, you know, his fellow, his fellow friends that were suffering in, in the camp. Many people say that they would not have survived if it was not for what he gave up for them. <laughs> and in fact, that's us. We would not have survived if what the Lord had not given up for us. All humanity past, present, and future in this life. So as we continue to go through this Lent, we remember that the sacrifices, the things that we're suffering, they're for us to die to ourself, to, to realize that we're oriented towards something far greater than this earthly existence. We heard yesterday St. Paul say in the second letter to the Philippians, he said about people who are an enemy to the cross. He says their God is their stomach right? That means people are caught up in a materialistic existence. But when we give up things willingly, that dying to self orients us towards an eternity, not an earthly existence. God bless you all.